And welcome to another episode of Guys of the Round Table. I'm your host with the most, Vladimir Jean Philippe. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about Kanye West. Why Kanye West? Well, I was watching the Joe Rogan uh, interview last this past weekend. I think it was Friday that he dropped the episode, or last Friday, I should say, by the time you guys hear this. And he had Kanye West on his uh, podcast. And I was intrigued because. I was like, oh, snap, he got Kanye West on there. Now, when we bring up Kanye West, a couple of things comes to mind, right? A couple words, if you really want to play the word association game. The first one being genius. Kanye West is a musical genius. Whether you agree with that sentiment or you disagree with that sentiment, you cannot deny that Kanye West has changed the rap game for the better. He came into the rap game and he has a deep thumbprint on the game. You can't deny that. Whether you like him or hate him, he really did change the game for the better. And secondly, the other word that is associated commonly with Kanye Kanye West is, and I hate to say this, but mental health issues. Because we've watched this man go from a happy-go-lucky individual coming into the rap game at 19, 20 years old, wherever he was, however old he was, when he made Through the Wire and all of that. We've watched him make Through the Wire. We've watched him rap Jesus Walks. We've watched him make Gold Digger. We've watched him drop hits after hit after hit after hit, win Grammys and everything. And then all of a sudden, somewhere along the line, the brother lost his mind. And yet we make fun of him when he talks. We make fun of him when he drops his ideas, and yet we still ridicule him when he calls himself a genius. And this is why I think of these two words. So when we play the word association game of Kanye West, the two words that come to my mind, or the three words I should say, is genius and mental health. Those are the three that comes to my mind. So how is it that we can call this man a genius And at the same time, say he has mental illness. And that's what the thought process went through my mind this weekend when I listened to him on the Joe Rogan podcast. Because I'm not going to lie to you. (laughs) The podcast was really hard to follow along with the man because you give this man an uninterrupted time to talk and freely express himself. And his thought processes goes everywhere. I'm telling you, he goes from music industry to fashion, from fashion to presidency from presidency back to music from music to his family life and then he makes some outlandish claims about something and it's just like bro where are you going with your thought process i can't follow and it's really difficult to do that and and listen to him on a podcast now i understand the frustration you guys have when you listen to me ramble on on these podcasts solo i tend to jump around everywhere as well so trust me this (laughs) this kanye west episode on the joe rogan experience really made me Assess myself a little bit. I, I didn't just look at it and then trying to analyze uh, Kanye West because, one, I'm not qualified to do so. So I'm not going to qualify or analyze his state of mind because that's not my job. All right? There's professionals out there that does it. He sees a professional and, you know, that's between them two to kind of dish out and hash out. But what I can do 
and just give my observation and my honest opinion on the man. And that's all I want to do in this episode. Just give an honest, unbiased, clear opinion on what I think Kanye West's problem is, maybe, or may not be. So, let's dive into it. All right, so when we listen to, well, when we, when I listen to the Kanye West uh, interview, the first thing I notice is that he really has a hard time staying on topic. He really does. And it's kind of synonymous with people who've experienced trauma in their lives. I know this because I tend to have focus issues as well. And I notice the similarities and the parallels between his thought processes and mine. And I've experienced many a trauma in my life. So it's hard for me to really focus on one thing. Like I can focus on one thing as long as I'm doing that one thing. But if I'm talking about one subject, I cannot stay focused on it. My mind jumps. So I get where he's coming from. And a lot of people who've experienced trauma kind of explain the similarity or a similar experience that they go through as well. They find it difficult to focus on one subject matter. So when you're talking to them, you're hearing multiple different ideas at once. And that's difficult because it's hard for you to follow. It's hard for me to explain what the hell I'm trying to say because I have a lot to say and I feel like I have a short amount of time to say it. So using my own personal anecdotal evidence, I can kind of say Kanye West has been through some trauma. And by the looks of it, it's some unresolved trauma as well, if we're being honest about it. Because the, we do know he had that public um, outburst about losing his mom. He found out about losing his mom in the most tragic way possible. He was at a concert. She died the most tragic way possible under the knife going undergoing surgery. So you can kind of see like the guy kind of never gotten over the fact that he lost his mom. And we can even pinpoint it on a timeline that Kanye West started to go downhill mentally when he lost his mom. That's when all the trouble started to chronicle and pile up and people started wondering about his mental state and, you know, started questioning, hey, is Kanye West okay? Like, he's kind of, <laughs> he's kind of acting erat erratically. I mean, he was a little eccentric before, but ever since the death of his mom, he's kind of took off. It's hard for me to kind of just kind of say, like, bluntly that Kanye West is dealing with trauma because he may or may not be. He could have went to a therapist. Who knows? All I know is some of the uh, behaviors he exhibits and some of the things and the thought process that he goes through exhibits a person who's been through trauma. I know I've been through a lot of trauma in my lifetime, so it's hard for me to focus on one subject matter. Hence why I'm surprised I do these podcasts solo. I do better with a person because they keep me on track usually most of the time, but it's hard and it's really difficult for me to stay on topic. And so when I see Kanye West having a tough time staying on topic, I kind of go, oh, that looks familiar. I've been through that. I understand it. So therefore, with my anecdotal evidence and my unprofessional biased opinion, <laughs> Kanye West has been through some shit. And it's well documented that he's been through some stuff. I guess it's safe to say he's going through some trauma, but you know, it is what it is at this point, because I'm not here to, like I said, I'm not here to diagnose the man. I'm just trying to understand Kanye West and share with you the two thought processes that I had. For sure, I know Kanye West has been through some trauma. Whether he wants to publicly talk about those traumas, I don't know. 
But for his sake, I hope he does so that way he can get the help that he can that he desperately needs and that he can come back to his regular self. And when he was on the podcast and regularly throughout Kanye's musical career and a lot of the interviews that he's done solo in the group and um, with big names and no names and whatnot, all the alike, is that he constantly drops the fact that he's a genius. (laughs) And for me, that term genius is a kind of touchy one, right? Because the definition of a genius is someone who is exceptionally intellectual or has creative power. So either you're very intellectually superior to some folks or you have like a very creative superpower, essentially. Like Nikolai Tesla had a very high intellect. He was into science. Albert Einstein was a genius. He was very had a very high intellect, also into science. Mozart was a musical genius. He was into music, constructing concertos and uh, operas and stuff like that. Beethoven, another musical genius. So to me, the word genius is like, I think we have a common misconception because for me, a genius is just somebody who has high intellect in one particular subject. That's how I look at a genius. They're not necessarily a genius in other aspects of things as well. For instance, like when we when I talked about uh, Nikola Tesla being a genius, the dude had a very high intellect. But if we really focus on Nikola Tesla's life, his intellect really shined when he talked about electricity, and he became obsessed with electricity, how electricity works, how we can gain electricity, and how to like manipulate its powers into doing certain things. He was a genius in that stuff. Einstein, his genius was in physics. Hence his theory of relativity, E equals MC squared, that famous equation, right? Einstein dedicated all his times to physics, and he was a genius. Mozart was a super genius in music. Beethoven, the same thing. All these individuals really focused their intellectual powers and creative powers into one thing. When they branched off to other things, say like the social atmosphere or literature or any other place like that, they kind of struggled. Nikolai Tesla was notorious for being antisocial. I mean, for God's sakes, the man was in a relationship with a pigeon. Einstein was um, very socially awkward as well because he spent many a times with the, the ladies of the night, as we shall call them for PG-13 ratings purposes. He spent most of his time with ladies of the night because he was awkward enough. He could not create relationships. Beethoven spent a large majority of his time in dark rooms writing music, only appearing in the public to perform and or go to the market if he ever really went to the market. So Mozart was the same way. Mozart was very eccentric, actually. Right? He was super eccentric, but it was a social awkwardness to him because he was super eccentric. He would be the equivalent today of, uh, oof, he was very eccentric. A Jim Carrey character. <laughs> just over the top. Just like, I don't know, you know what I mean? But he could reel it in when it came to the music. So he was very, very eccentric. All these characters are very eccentric socially. But when it comes to something that they know of and they are good at, man, that focus is laser. Same thing with Kanye West. Kanye West is a musical genius as well because, let's be honest, it may not be your cup of tea, but the rap game changed when Kanye got into it. Kanye West gave Jay-Z 
a lot of his chart-topping beats. It's a hard knock life. Kanye West. Uh, Diamonds Are Forever. Kanye West. Like a lot of beats that you hear and you associate with in the mainstream media is attached to Kanye West. So the dude is a musical genius. The way he samples blues and, and soul music and gospel music and turns it into these creative snippets of like, I don't know, like it's a work of art. You know what I mean? So musically, Kanye West is gifted. It's all hell. I'll give him that. He's super gifted. But his genius is only that in the music. So therefore, when he goes out of his music or out of his realm, quote unquote, people look at him funny because his thought process don't make sense. Kanye West is very socially awkward. That's why you rarely ever see him smile in public. That's why his interactions are always awkward looking. He's a very awkward person. I would venture to say most geniuses borderline on the Asperger's syndrome. That's just, again, I'm not a professional, so I don't really, <laughs> I don't put my stamp of approval on this. I'm just saying that is my thought process. That's my theory, is that a lot of geniuses are borderline on the Asperger's syndrome. Or they're on the spectrum somewhere. They have to be. So Kanye is good at music. But the moment Kanye West stepped outside of music and went into the realm of politics, went into the realm of fashion and every other thing like that, that genius, quote unquote, did not translate as most people would think. Because most people think, man, this guy is really good at music. He's become super successful. He becomes hyper rich. He made millions of dollars. Now he's worth billions of dollars. So that he must be really smart at something. But truth be told, and again, this is my opinion, strictly. I don't think Kanye's fashion line is that good. It looks like it looks like he makes clothes for homeless people. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. Like his clothes look like homeless people clothes. It's trash. To me, it's not good. I'm sorry, it's not good at all. Because it, it, <sighs> have you seen him dress? It's like he's wearing the same big old oversized baggy sweatshirt, the same color with the same color pants, khakis. And it's like he has a whole line of those. And it's just like, bro, like, your fashion taste is not that bueno. I'm sorry. Your fashion taste is kind of, mm, it sucks. So when he goes on to talk about the fashion industry not being fair, not giving them fair shake, I'm just looking at it. I'm like, okay. I'm going to look at this realistically because first and foremost, the fashion industry is there for one purpose and one purpose alone, to make money. <laughs> That's it. They don't care who you are. If you can make them money with the clothing that you design, you're in. Now, once you're in, there's a little weirdness that's going on in the fashion industry, but that's neither here nor there. Okay. That's a bunch of conspiracy talk. <laughs> and I'm not trying to go down that road anymore. All right. But I'm just saying. The fashion industry is designed for one thing and one thing only, and that's to make money and to sell clothes. Okay, Nikki Giovanni, her line, Gucci, uh, Dolce & Gabbana, their line, Versace, Ralph Lauren, Polo, all these other big name brand companies out there, they sell products. They make high-end products and they get sold to high-end individuals. Now, if you look at Kanye West's fashion stuff, other than the sneakers, and that's what the Adidas deal, and I mean, even the sneakers are kind of like, meh, in my opinion. But a lot of his fashion line is kind of whack. I'm not trying to hate on the brother because, hey, man, make your money, get your grind on, do what you do to make you happy. But honestly, I look at your fashion line, and I'm looking at it, and I'm just like, eh, this, eh. 
no good. And I've my girlfriend loves watching fashion shows, so I've seen um, Queer Eye or what is it, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy or something like that. And I've seen the uh, the the one with the Heidi Klum used to host. Oh crap, what is it? And then the one with Tim Gunn, make it work. Model something. I don't know. Whatever. I've seen those shows. Okay. <laughs> I've seen the sci-fi version of those shows. I see people with talent. Okay. And I've seen people with some horrible talent. So my point is with that whole ramble is I've seen some crappy clothing lines. <laughs> I've seen some crappy clothes. And I've seen some sh some really utter disgusting and downright doo-doo fashion designs. Kanye West is below that. <laughs> it's not good at all. I'm sorry. I don't like the Yeezys. They look like you stepped in. It looked like you took your Barbie. You ever play with your Barbie and then you chewed up bubblegum and then bubblegum fell on the floor and then you took the Barbie's foot and stuck it in there? That's what the Yeezys look like to me. Chewed up bubblegum that you stepped in. It, it's, it's not good shoes. I'm sorry. It's not cool looking to me. It's not your Air Jordans or your LeBron James. And even LeBron James got some ugly shoes. But Kanye's is worse. Okay, <laughs> so his clothing line is kind of trash. So the genius did not translate to the fashion industry. And now he's running for president. And I mean, you've seen some of the interviews. Let's be real. <laughs> he goes off on tangents. He says things like slavery is a choice. Now, people want to take that and manipulate it and say that he didn't mean it that way. He meant it like nowadays. He's talking about modern times, not like olden times. But no. The brothers said 300 years ago, slavery was a choice, meaning these slaves chose to be slaves. They chose to be captured in their native country land, come here and work for free. It's essentially what he said. Slavery was a choice. And when he got eviscerated online, people came to his defense and everybody's putting words in his mouth. I'm just like, bro, you should just, nah, <laughs> you should just mm, zip it. All right. You should have just been like, I, I misspoke and then just kept it moving. But you made it worse. And then your fan base made it worse. And then same people got a hold of it and just eviscerated you for saying it. And even now, you know, when you ha he wants to be president and I'm just kind of looking at him like, ah, I mean, we got Trump and we got Biden. So he can't be no worse. <laughs> That's how I look at it. You know what I mean? We're, we're literally choosing between the lesser of two evils. And then here's Kanye. And, you know, it's like, wow, this is what we got. All right, bet. But... <laughs> <sighs> yeah, yeah, it, it, it's one of those things. It's just like genius. I don't think geniuses translate over is what I'm trying to get. Usually when I hear the word genius, I think the person is super talented in one aspect of something. Kind of like Asperger's. To me, genius is like a, it's a step above Asperger's syndrome. I'm sorry to say it, but you know what I mean? Because if you really look at all the people in, line, in, in history or down the timeline in history, you see it, everybody who was labeled a genius was super talented in one area, and that was it. When they crossed over to other areas, they truly struggled. Michael Jordan, some say he's a genius in basketball. When he crossed over to other things, he utterly failed because he was a degenerate gambler. He was not stood up for a social justice policy until lately. Um, he was horrible at other things as well. So it, when you hear geniuses it, it, to me it's like you're focused it's like a specialist essentially is when i hear when i hear the word genius i think specialist you're, you're special at one thing and one thing only so that's to me is what genius is i could be wrong i mean it's better than what most people out there kind of use the term genius for it's kind of like a sarcastic remark for being a, a smart ass essentially so <laughs> you know you have that aspect of things as well now the most important thing about the whole 
Kanye West interview with Joe Rogan that I found to be rather fascinating and something I think is of utmost importance to talk about, and hence why I started this whole rant to begin with, was the mental health aspect. Because when you talk about Kanye West, you cannot talk about Kanye West without the mental health aspect. Because he has said some he said some outlandish things. Let's be honest. He's on record, he's being recorded, and it's on it's been published in papers. He said some outlandish things. Now, are those things true? Some yes, some no. Like any other person who talks. But the way the man talks and the way his thought processes go, something is not right. And I hate to see another brother be paraded all over social media and heralded as this person. And honestly, people are exploiting his mental health for their own personal gain. Hell, in a way, I'm kind of exploiting his mental health in our own personal game because I'm using his situation to make a podcast, right? That's helping myself. That's a selfish motive right there. But realistically, the brother has some serious mental issues and we need to address that. And we have to come to terms with that because on the Joe Rogan episode, Joe Rogan continuously reassured Kanye that there's nothing crazy about him. Now, I don't like the term crazy either because to me it's it's very dismissive, right? It's like a it's it's kind of like a swatting the gnat away kind of thing. It's like a shoe fly moment. I don't like to call people crazy, but something with Kanye West is not right. I'm not qualified to diagnose the man, but something is not right. I have to say that. So whether it's bipolar, uh disease, schizophrenia, paranoia, whatever. Something is not quite right with Kanye, and we need to address that. So to kind of, for Joe Rogan to go on, like to have him, for Joe Rogan to have Kanye West on his podcast and continuously say that Kanye West, there's nothing wrong with you, it's kind of a disingenuous, uh, a, a disingenuous service to Kanye, right? Because Kanye already believed there's nothing wrong with him, that he's just a, a, a he's in a superior mental space than most people. That's what a lot of narcissism or narcissistic people tend to do. They think that their intellect, their intelligence is super hard to understand when realistically, no, we can level with you. We can understand what your intelligence is. You're just not showing us. You're just ranting about a bunch of different things and you're not making cohesive sense. Does that make sense? So to say that Kanye West is a genius and that he's has these important ideas to society, that's a dangerous thing. Because a lot of people right now are kind of on this kick of like the free market of ideas, which I think is a YouTube term, to be honest with you. But regardless, people are using it as an actual term nowadays. And the problem with the market of free ideas is that the wrong ideas are also injected out there and people can't tell the difference between what's wrong and what's right. So if you really want to have a free market of ideas, There should be a free space to criticize, critique, and analyze those ideas and reject those that are wrong. That is the only way that the market of quote-unquote free ideas can flourish. Because it's not a commodity. It is not an exchange. It's not money. It's not monetary. You can't take it and then buy something with it. But you can infect somebody with it. So you have to treat it as a health process, in my opinion. I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense or not. I could be wrong. Like I said, I'm not afraid to be wrong. I'm not afraid to be corrected, but I'm just saying is that we have to be careful with this idea of free market thought. 
I mean, it's great to have thought processes and to think about things and to be free to think about things, but we also have to reject things that are completely and utterly wrong and accept truth. Truth is not supposed to be subjective. It's supposed to be objective. The truth is the truth. And then you take it exactly as it is. So when you start to kind of muddy the waters a little bit of what the truth actually is, we start to get things like a Kanye West. We start to get things like left, right, alt, right, center, right, whatever, right. <laughs> okay. So you start to get these crazy ideas and crazy notions and then they start to fight each other. And amongst that fighting, our mental health starts to decline because we don't know how to decipher the truth. We don't know what is right. We don't know what is this. Cognitive dissonance now takes precedence because now we start to align ourselves with people that only think like us and want to be like us. So now we create think tanks and that's not good. So when a whole bunch of people are thinking one way and there's nothing in the world that can persuade them to change their mind, that's a dangerous notion. And it's also mental health in, its, in itself. So for me, I really hope Kanye West gets the help that he can, that he really desperately needs. I hope they don't medicate him because medication and mental health medication, man, is like it's the most sensitive thing out there because you're messing with the brain function. Anytime you, you're taking a drug to mess with your brain, to me, that's worrisome. So I don't know, man. I'm trying to make sense of all this because the world is... Uh, it's becoming weird, man. It's becoming weird and it's going in a weird direction. And I don't know if it's good or bad. Honestly, I like to think it's good because it tells me that people are aware and they're thinking. But the way they're thinking is concerning. So, <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah. Uh, to me, Kanye West needs help. His mental health is not right. And it also goes to show that, you know, male mental health problems is something that people kind of disregard as well. Because a brother is desperately in need of help but instead of helping him we're enabling him to say crazy things and put those thoughts out there for him to be ridiculed and then us to profit off of him i put myself in that same category because we are all profiting off of kanye west joe rogan's profiting off of him by having him on his podcast driving up views and subscriptions i'm using uh kanye west as a way to grow my podcast and to kind of gain traction by talking about his mental state and his genius uh, call-outs and whatnot. So we're all implicit in, in the mental abuse of Kanye West. If we think about it, we're all implicit in his abuse. But I would like to take responsibility and acknowledge what I'm doing. Hopefully I can change my behavior about it. But most importantly, I hope that the brother really does get the help that he needs. Because he needs help. He doesn't need to be coddled. He doesn't need to be enabled. He needs help. How do we help him? By checking him when he's wrong and by hopefully getting the brother to see a doctor or some sort of specialist that can actually help him control his demons without medications. So with that being said, I really appreciate you all for hanging out with me and listening to me talk. Hopefully I wasn't too boring <laughs> and hopefully I didn't lose you along the way. I apologize for this one being a little long, but this one's of utmost importance for me because Mental health is really an issue that we need to start, you know, kind of focusing on, especially in men, right? Because there's a stigma with men that we have to be these strong, silent types. And in that, we're silently and strongly suffering ourselves. We're strongly suffering by ourselves. So, I don't know. Hopefully, we can get the help that we need. And hopefully, Kanye gets the help that he needs. And, you know, we can continue to grow and be better for each other. 
Because that's all I'm about. It's just being better. So, with that being said, thanks for listening. I appreciate you guys. If you want to get a hold of me, at GOTR Podcast is the Twitter handle. Send your emails, thoughts, and concerns to guys at the roundtable at gmail.com. And please, kindly, consider subscribing. The Patreon button is right down there. Uh, it's a dollar to join up for a monthly, whatever, and you get access to all of the guys at the roundtable content. Um, it's just a buck. That's it. I just asked for $1. <laughs> I don't know what that converts to uh, globally. <laughs> a couple of cents a day. You know, you help a brother pave the way to the podcasting forum. So, <laughs> yeah. So, consider subscribing and being a Patreon member. I would greatly appreciate it. And um, as we continue to grow our memberships, I'll try to find out and do something special for you guys as well. Because my goal is to build a strong, solid community where we can freely talk to each other without judgment and get the help that we need. So I'm Vladimir Jean-Philippe. This is Guys at the Roundtable Podcast. Thanks for rocking out with me as always. I love y'all and peace.